0: Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Show. You're listening to the first and only podcast dedicated to the business of pharmacy. Hear from independent pharmacy owners, leading entrepreneurs, political strategists, healthcare technology trends, career coaching, interviews about our pharmacy industry, and more. Be sure to subscribe to the show via iTunes and leave us a voice comment from our contact section on the website. You can find all of our episodes at PharmacyPodcast.com.
1: Hi, this is Mike Gross, Vice President of Sales and Marketing with Retail Management Solutions. Congratulations, Todd, on your 300th episode and supporting the pharmacy industry. We found your podcast and lead generation a valuable part of our marketing strategy, and we look forward to many more informative and intriguing podcasts in the days to come. You can learn more about RMS at www.pharmacypointofsale.com.
0: Friday
2: night, Friday, 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 Friday night, Friday, Friday, Friday. Hey there, is anybody listening? It's Friday, June 3rd. I'm glad it's Friday. We have a returning guest slash co-host podcaster on who is well known in the industry through pharmacy times as well as his own podcast called pharmacy life radio mr alex barker good morning alex how are you Hey, heyo good to be here buddy it's been a uh, it's been a while since you've been on the show you've really been busy i've been listening to um pharmacy life radio I really like the tempo i like the fact that it's kind of like a uh, a pharmacist's life uh, perspective. One of the most popular shows is when you um, were talking about new ways to generate uh, revenue outside your primary position, which is being a pharmacist. So yeah. I, I really like the fact that you're kind of uh, stretching um, ideas for pharmacists out there. And, and I think if you've spent as much time as you have becoming a pharmacist through school, there's other things that can be done whether that be I don't know medication management consulting or other shifts or, or being creative with real estate but regardless, I really enjoyed that show. Thanks.
1: I had a lot of fun doing it
2: So what have what's been going on for you lately? I mean this is a brand new um, format that we're doing. We're gonna be a little bit more relaxed We want to experiment with bringing you on more often to do kind of a uh, uh, more of an editorial. We're hoping to pull over some of your 10% better into the into the Pharmacy Podcast Network a little uh, a little tighter. And um, I love uh, the latest one of the latest shows that you did about handling a bully. Um, I think that's hilarious, especially the, uh, the 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 cat picture. Anybody that uses cat pictures knows that you're going for the weakness of society. Because we we can't we can't help but to think the cats are are cute. Yeah. Well, with
1: the reason why we're doing this now is because we we want to really grow the network, the pharmacy podcast network. And I'm a firm believer in um, a quote from a mentor of mine, which goes something like the rising tide raises all ships. And when we band together, we are a lot stronger. Um, I think this is great for our profession. I think this is great for us um, as something that we do on the, on the side or full time. Um, this is just a lot of fun. And I think we get to, with the Pharmacy Life Show, we get to address real life issues for us pharmacists. Like you said, we talked about bullies a couple of weeks ago. And that has got some really interesting responses from people because there's a lot of people out there who don't want to admit that they have had bullies in their job, but they are now uh, coming out and and saying, "Hey, I I have this issue." Um, and we talk a lot more about that. But for this show, what what you and I are doing is we're kind of wrapping up everything that's been happening and we are I think improving just the whole service as to the pharmacy podcast network right that's what we're hoping to grow
2: exactly um, and and we're looking to the listeners uh, for some advice because we want to know you know are you traveling in the car right now uh, are you on your way to work um, a lot of our listeners that that I've Reached out to, um, surveyed. I haven't done a survey in six months, so it's really probably time to do that. Um, said they like the show in that um, 15, 17, 30 minute segment where they can drive to work and listen to something pharmacy specific. But I keep things up until this point, I, I want to transform, but I, I keep things pretty serious. I, I want to talk about. The business of pharmacy, but I realized that my audience are a bunch of human beings. Uh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> so, um, you know, Pharmacy Life Radio, I think in this segment is really going to help us uh, kind of maybe come back down to earth once in a while and drop the, the techie and maybe the, the business and, and talk about life. I mean, an example of that is there's a there's an organization out there that uh, does nothing but resources, wearables. Uh, Alex, do you do any kind of Fitbit or any kind of wearable uh, technology on you?
1: You know what? No, I haven't jumped ship into that. Um, I I just exercise.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, like the old-fashioned way, right? Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: So, I, I, I definitely understand the value, though. I think it's a great idea.
2: So, yeah, the, the there's a Twitter out there. It has nothing to do with pharmacy, at wearables team and i've been following them and uh, chatting with their marketing director and what they do is they uh supposedly uh in a in a non-bias approach they go out and kick around different wearables and you know tell you what's good and what's bad and a rating organization and what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to get outside of the the bowl and pestle per se and um and go out to other facets of the world, things that would affect our lives. Um, I have to admit, too, Alex, I do not wear a, a Fitbit of any sort. I don't. I don't wear a, a tracker. And I've been told, based on my new uh, exercise regime that started back in uh, November of 2015, I was 183 pounds. I'm Ooh! On wow! 100. Old a, move. You, a, you just said your weight in front of the world. Can I know. Well, I'm being honest. I just want to bring it out there. So. Uh, I'm down to hundred and sixty five pounds, so wow,
1: um, congrats that's
2: awesome thank you so i'm I'm thinking you know someone told me I should have been tracking a lot of this uh activity via Fitbit so um there is a uh twit another Twitter handle out there not to jump on Twitter, but I really like and and follow uh called the fit pharmacist, and he does a lot of Instagram too, and he by the way, he's from pittsburgh. It's Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, I haven't even met him yet, uh, but we're going to meet up. And um, his name's Adam, and he also swears about the Fitbits. So, so if you're listening, um, reach out to Alex or I based on some of the show notes. We'll have links down below, and tell us about the you know your your world of uh, fitness, getting back in shape. How do you, Alex? How in the world does a pharmacist find time? to uh, exercise when they're doing double shifts or they're working the 12-hour day or they're a pharmacy manager, per se, that um, has additional responsibilities. Um, That blows my mind. So uh, maybe we'll get Adam on the show, too.
1: I think it's a great idea. Um, You know, to rephrase the question, I think a better question to ask is, um, how do you make time? Because the problem with any sort of priority you think you may have, it comes down to where does it actually fall on your priority scale? You know, for me, for the longest time, I would say I need to, to exercise. I need to make this a priority in my life. Um, if I don't, I know what's going to happen. Um, I'm going to gain 150 pounds and get diabetes. I, I don't want that for myself, but day after day, I wouldn't change anything about my life when I change the question around to say, when can I make time for this priority? That, that's what allowed me to give permission to myself and say, okay, I'm going to wake up 20 minutes early and do just a little bit of exercise. Even if it's just walking around my block, I'm getting my body moving because I know Todd, you work from home now and you work at a desk and I work at a desk as well. And it's pretty easy for us, to, as time goes on, our bodies just kind of become this amorphous blob if we just sit in front of a desk all day. So if you can change that question around to how can you make time, I think you may find this uphill battle a little easier.
2: You know, I was, uh, and and on that note, I was reading that, um, and this has to do with, I guess, uh, body disruption. And it was saying um, there's nothing wrong with working out um, different times of day throughout your uh, throughout your week, um, you know, three or four days a week if you can. Mm -hmm. And what that does is that I guess our bodies want to keep going back into some type of consistent cycle. They like to eat at the same time. Uh, They like to eat the same stuff, the same way, the same you know. And I guess that is an issue. So if you're disrupting that and you're working out one time in the morning, one time in the afternoon, one time in the evening, whatever, I guess it's better for, um, you know, exercise because you're, you're disrupting what your body's getting used to. So I find that fascinating.
1: Mm hmm. So what's next for the show?
2: So we are trying to, once again, be a little bit more down to earth, obviously, um, Do some summaries for the listeners that might not have been able to listen to the Pharmacy Life Radio, um, the Pharmacy Podcast, uh, different articles that are being written about by pharmacists. Um, I really like the Pharmacy Life Radio's approach because you are uh, broadcasting something that's uh, for pharmacists um, developed by a pharmacist. So um, I want more of that. And I want to also build out our subject matter experts. We're bringing a pharmacist slash lawyer on. Um, and and that, that's not Dr. Aaron Albert, by the way. She's actually an addition um, to this gentleman. And we're interviewing him and we'll announce that uh, coming up. We're also going to be bringing on uh, additional uh, clinical-driven pharmacist ideas and things that are, that are happening in the health care – I'm sorry, health system setting. So um mm-hmm. and then our uh listeners are are going to get a variety of different uh, new topics and guests that we really haven't tackled before. I really like the analytical stuff cuz it fascinates me. So um Liquid Hub um will probably be coming back on. We did a, a show with them about analytics. We had um McKesson on, which was really exciting for me because I'm a once again a pharmacy tech nerd and Having uh, the president of the entire technology division on our show was just uh, it was just fascinating. If you didn't listen to that, that was episode three hundred. So we did hit episode three hundred just uh, just this past Wednesday. Rah! Yay! Congrats! Yay! Thanks. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's it's transforming, but like I said, I want it more uh, show oriented and and more variety and uh, and. And I want suggestions. I mean, we keep making changes, um, but they're always in the six-month block. I want things to change faster than that. If, if the listeners have requests, I've 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 developed some really good shows and ideas from our fellow uh, listeners and, and injecting their ideas and sending me emails. And that's actually how Blair Telemeyer got on the show. Um, uh, Doctor Telemeyer came on based on suggestions, and she was asking us to tackle the world of medication therapy management so i i was like let's let's do it so we're we're really trying to build it out as a pharmacy podcast network by the way alex if you know of a pharmacist uh associate because i know you're in the midwest i'm over here on the northeast mm-hmm. if you know somebody in california phoenix and you know, hawaii um, that wants to come on the network and wants to wants to have us help you start your own podcast that's what the pharmacy podcast network is supposed to transform into a collective of pharmacists throughout the country uh even throughout the world because alex did you know that we have listeners in canada australia china uh the uk
1: i believe it I believe it. Yeah, the cool thing is about this platform is that it's making it's making the world very smaller. It's a whole lot easier to connect with people. I probably get an email once a day from someone in Africa, Asia, or um, European country asking questions about how to get over to the United States.
2: <laughs> wow! So it's not. Um Someone asking you to help their uncle uh, uh, shelter uh, $500 million or anything like that? Uh,
1: I do get those requests on Facebook, but um, no, not through Pharmacy Life. Not yet, anyway.
2: I haven't followed through with any of those deals yet, but I'm thinking sometimes, hey, maybe I should take a chance. Uh, you know, gamble it or something, you know, and see what happens. <laughs> What's luck. the worst thing that can happen, right? Let me know. Hey Alex, a little on a current event which I'm proud of because it involves two topics that I love. It's called Digital Focused Pharmacy Capsule Opens in New York. And they say that this is a digitally focused pharmacy so I was quite interested and in C- uh, CNBC published this. as so It's a national article. So when you have pharmacy um, building awareness about what is pharmacy, and then all of a sudden combining um, the world of, uh, of digital health with it, uh, I'm all thumbs up. So if you if you're, haven't read that article yet, uh, go to the, uh, the Google Sphere and put in digital focused <laughs> pharmacy and it'll come right up. I'm not sure if you read that yet.
1: No, I haven't. Um,
2: fill me in. So there's a company called Capsule, uh, which opened for business on just uh, last Tuesday in New York City, and they are already driving um, people to their pharmacy based on their interaction with mobile health and their mobile technology. And um, they are more about uh, adherence and follow-up for their uh, patients than anything. And they also want to build awareness with doctors to be a little bit more collaborative with pharmacists. And this is um, Eric Uh, Kirwana and CEO Sonia uh, Patel who's their chief pharmacist as well and it's just an interesting article to see they're also using something called predictive inventory management technology which is a perpetual inventory that can be embedded in really almost any of the advanced pharmacy systems but to make national news is just uh, is just incredible so I want to give them a shout out their name of their uh, pharmacy is called Capsule.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at their website, capsulecares.com. Looks really nice. I'm liking it. I wonder if they're hiring.
2: <laughs> I know. Let's uh, see if we can do some consulting for them. Actually, I want to maybe even we'll just get them on the show. Reach out and ask them to, to build upon this article.
1: Yeah, I think they would love to do that. It looks like it anyway.
2: Yeah. So, so what else is new? So – um I can't believe it's June 2016. It kind of blows me away how fast the year has gone. Uh, so I'm going to get ready for my birthday. Uh, I'm going to be 44 uh, June 30th. Happy birthday. Thank you. Anybody wants to send me um, a, a retweet for my birthday, please do so. I, I love the retweets.
1: <laughs> I'm sure we can all do that.
2: But other than that, uh, what do you have going on? What's happening with uh, Pharmacy Life Radio? Do you have anybody specifically coming up that you'd like our listeners to be aware of?
1: Well, we just did an episode, two-episode series on the public image of pharmacy. Um, the first episode, we we addressed some of the negative aspects of how the public sees us. Um, and I'm not really one to focus on the negative. I would much rather look at the positive side of things, but there was an episode of a TV sitcom. I watched that really, really got my goat. (laughs) It was uh, dealing with a pharmacist in a superstore and this pharmacist just total, it obviously it was, you know, an over-exaggeration, but it was everything that people hate about pharmacists and pharmacies And so the one thing I wanted to address was that episode, what happened in it, and and all of the misconceptions people have about pharmacy. But we set up that episode so that in our next one, we talk with Lucinda Main, the CEO of AACP, and we talk about how the everyday pharmacists can help change people's perspectives of what pharmacists can do. And we talked about their behind the door secret plan as to what they want to do in order to influence the public. And they got some big plans. So that was an awesome series that um, was released. The other thing that we have going on is I'm working on the Pharmacy Life Manifesto. I'm calling it a manifesto because that just sounds Sounds like an awesome word. Yeah, (laughs) Um, what it is, is it's a book, a collection of all the lessons that I've learned um, trying to figure out how, how to make life a little bit easier for myself. Um, if you know my story, I, I talk about this in a few places in my podcast. Um, I, I definitely did not have an easy start as a pharmacist. You know, I dealt with bullies. I had people making my life very, very difficult, um, difficult communication in our team. And I honestly contemplated just quitting my job, quitting pharmacy, doubting myself, doubting where I was and doubting, you know, did I even choose the right profession? Like what, what in the world am I doing? And so this book that I'm writing is all about how to look at life and how to change things for yourself, how to come up with a plan to change where you are at. Um, It is everything that I wish I had when I first started as a pharmacist. I'm very, very excited about this book. Um, It isn't released yet, but if that is something that maybe you would be interested in. Yes. You can go to PharmacyLifeRadio.com and sign up for our newsletter and you'll get notified when it's finished and uh, you would get a free copy of it too because you'd be on our newsletter.
2: That's great. I'm going to do that. And if you're listening to the show, uh, make sure, once again, PharmacyLifeRadio.com and sign up for that. I want to make a comment about perception of pharmacy, by the way. Uh, Go ahead we know how many nicks and crannies of the business since we're in the business are behind the scenes that the public just doesn't have any idea about if they go yeah. to their doctor and they get their services and they get checked up or whatever and they go out to the get to the payment desk and they're checking out and their copay is $30 $40 they turn that over they might have an argument with the 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 person that's checking them out, maybe about something, who knows. Then they go back home. They might get a bill as a follow-up, whether that be a mistake, whether that be a new insurance issue. They might get a bill a week later, uh, 10 days later. However, in pharmacy, uh, they go to the pharmacy, they give their prescription, they stand in line, they wait in line, whatever they do. Uh, maybe they go shopping if they're in a in a supermarket or something like that if it's an independent they might call it in they might have it faxed in e-prescribing who knows when they go to pick up that prescription and the pharmacist says based on your insurance give us 140 dollars the human perception of that alex is that's the pharmacy's fault mm-hmm. yep. and that's part of this issue is we Who can educate the public that it's the PBM, it's the drug manufacturer, it's the um, you know the way that your insurance program works with your uh, your copay? I mean, how how do you get how do you communicate that without being a without being a you know without getting smart with the with a with a patient? Hmm. It is
1: difficult. And we could go into that in great detail to create a whole new podcast episode. Yes, but probably another topic for a solution another day.
2: Maybe we bring on the angry, angriest, or the angry pharmacist for that one, right?
1: (laughs) I don't think they stay updated anymore. (laughs) But yeah, you could.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Alex, I'm excited about the the new format, the new show, um, how we're. Going to maybe do a review show every once in a while, but more importantly, reaching out to our listeners to try to get feedback from them. And uh, I like you being part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network.
1: Hey, I'm glad to be here. And thanks for connecting with me. I mean, this has been probably a year, a year and a half in the making between you and me and talking back and forth. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where the future takes us.
2: I am as well. So, you were listening to the Pharmacy Podcast show. We're on with Alex Barker, who is a pharmacist and a podcaster. And you can listen to his show at pharmacyliferadio.com. And I thank you. I don't know if Alex does, but I thank you for listening. <laughs> yep, same here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll catch you on the next one. Please tune in. Thank you.
0: We hope you enjoyed another episode of the Pharmacy Podcast Show. Be sure to subscribe to the show and send us a voice message with your ideas and comments from our contact section on the website. Did you know we develop digital health content to assist with business development and marketing efforts? Learn how we can help you drive more patients, physicians, and targeted leads to your website. Contact us today at PharmacyPodcast.com.